0: i zoom up, podcast show, Bad Karma. Chapter 21 What's going on? Carly asked, stood in the doorway. Trey Campbell sat on the bed, staring at the phone. Trey? she look, He looked out at her. She's out, he said. Who? His, dry mouth, his mouth was dry. A gorgon. Chapter 22 Angus Hatcher stared at the phone. She wanted to say something, but she was afraid of being overheard. Someone had walked back into the room. She mustn't, couldn't trust the animals. She had spent most of the day squeezed into a crawl space above the auto-acoustic towel on the AD wall, and the rest of the time she hid in the room. Someone told, stood over her, as she sat and frumped her fingers to, on the desk surface. One or two who had come into the room, a man leaving a man with a policeman for him. the woman in the rain said, I wish those cops would get out of your, our hair. Angus said nothing. Then she looked at the woman who had just spoken and said, Thanks for let us use your phone. No problem, the woman was preoccupied, scanning a chart on the clipboard. The woman had a fine figure, but her forehead wrinkled with stress. the dress. was read, cruelly, Angus had never seen her before. But then Angus had seen so many had seen so few of these faces, likewise few working on the wall, had ever seen hers. The cloth face, face cover was usually on her face, set when the animals fed her. Only then did she see a face or two. They can they could only then could she begin to understand how these animals were operated. The waiting room was large and smart, square. Three, two small desks, six chairs, and two potted plants. with a television set looked suspended above the ceiling in the north east corner. An I Love to Lucy rerun was showing. Beneath the television set, a long window outside a dried matted lawn, draped estate. state, two other buildings, double doors led to, up to the sidewalk. Between the buildings, Angus didn't know the layer of the other worlds. She admired that there was a diamond pattern to them each one had a courtyard beyond these buildings with high fences and beyond these canes of freedom annie's hatcher wore a dress that was loose and long for a frame it was not the sort of fabric she'd been chosen but they, 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 those those were during the holes looked dry, dry clothes angus had to double tuck the waist into the belt to keep them from looking too clannish of the larger woman's clothes the angers tolerated she knew that a false move would land her back in the bed back restraints she had forty minutes of dinner with donna how she had washed her hair in the sink and she had peeled her hair carefully with yellow soap that only i knew it, it still contains some blood matted in the nape of her neck she had brushed it out with, with her fingers before leaving the room donna's street clothes had been in a locker where she was down from the hall from her room because she knew that Destiny was on her side, she would walk down the corridor undetected, changed into the whole bathroom and then tried to go outside. But soon the police arrived. She went to sit in the elderly patient's room, opened the Bible and began reading sections of it An old man to an old man in bed. When the police had come in to search the room, she smiled at him and said, Brothers, these poor souls, how desolate their souls. It was enough to make them leave alone, if she watched a woman called Kaluyu. Is there something bad happening? Angus asked. The woman didn't look up from her clipboard for a second. Then she said, Oh, just some trouble with the patients. But a policeman. That what is here. Did he know anything? Nothing new. This is the time that the woman named looked at her. You said your friend is meeting you? Angus nodded. Oh, my boyfriend, Jack. He's a doctor here. We're supposed to, make, to have a very late lunch. Is it four yet? The woman called to a glance at her wristwatch. Angus stood up from the desk. She walked over to woman and the woman as the woman looked up to watch. It's, past, it's just past. Well, Angus sighed. Then it's too late. The woman looked at his face strangely. Angus worried for a second. She normally never worried, but the woman looked seemed to notice something around Angus's eyes i think you're bleeding the woman said then Collard said oh that uh, it's an old wound i think I, i'll leave a note for my friend she said do you have a pen the woman reached in the breast pocket and withdrew the pen, weapon the cutter the slice of the skinner big ball- ballpoint pen Tw- chapter 23 as Engels performed the surgery and a woman named Kutu came clear to her, to her that a scent from the past a day from her childhood remember, remember, remembered in a few seconds. Her father would go into a room and find her makeup every morning. They'd throw it out to, or hide it so she couldn't find it. She was 11 and her father was a Puritan from the old school. which didn't believe that girls of her age wore any make-up unless they were practising to become a So every day on the way to school she would up Wake up Lu- Lucia Boulevard, past the liquor store and the coffee shop until she came to the gas station. She bought coins in the machine to get a coke, take a sip, then ask the manager for the key to the restroom. She get in there, unlock the room, go in it. It often smelled bad there, but so she, opened it all so she opened up a small bus, draw out a bottle of Mum's best person, usually and then, which she had stolen from the desk in the parents' bedroom. She played most of it around the restroom, applying a bit of apply a bit of the back of her neck. Then she'd put, make, take lipstick from her purse, mascara, a small compact from her founder. These she would have bought at a drugstore and kept well concealed in a small music box in the room. Father never opened the music box because it it once belonged to his Angus grandmother. His, her father hated her grammar so much that he when much he when smiled that he when he heard the news of old woman death two years before Angus considered this a magic hour when she could herself as a gush in a, gush, a gush, each bedroom. A plain Angus hatchet to Francine, a young French goddess with d- d- dark, art glasses, rosy cheeks, and red, cherry red lips. A woman of intrigue and seductive so charm. Francine had a share of her curves in Angus, and she was a great deal poised and jolie vivante. She had brush her hair out again, so it sparkled and sprayed itself. it, sprayed it carefully, so it kept it looking full and fresh all day long. Then, when she finished her morning coat. We played back the supplies, picked up box and opened the doors of the restroom. school was two blocks further, and she walked slowly and could not sweat too much, so the boys in the home would look at her in a certain way, which made her happy. She found, it lifted, it, she found that she lifted the skirt just a bit. She sat down there a smile, and smile at a glimpse of the panties. Then, after school, she would walk back into the gas station, get into the restroom and wipe the make her off with Kleenex and some cold cream. She could wash her face and cut, cut, become her mind her in you know, her mind playing necklace again. Francine was there still in the mirror, left behind, as Angus trudged slowly home to her family, never thought or disagreed or said anything bad to each other. A Tuesday and this that's it was on Tuesday that this changed. Angus walked up to the Belva by herself, just noticed someone watching her. She just passed the liquor store. It looked at some paint advertised at the front window. He tried to see the reflection of the man and watched her in the glass, but only saw that it was her own reflection and the sun's flat light. She turned to look at the man, shielding her eyes from the sunlight. I think it is someone she knew. It was a man wearing Cheetos and boots with a yellow shirt on. It looked like a cowboy shirt because they were lassoes and horses and bowled on it. Man had blonde hair, looked cute to her, even though she knew he was n- nearly twice her age. She realised he was not watching her at all. Apparently he was just watching the road. If one was out and he had a green canvas buffle bag his hand. He was hitchhiking. She counted, continued to the bus, gas station and waved to the t- two old men set up front. She tried to get the key to the restroom, but the attendant was busy. The manager was nowhere to be seen. The manager was losing eyes to her and sometimes gave her a free coat and patted her, her head. She missed him today. He was nicer than her father. Angus b- bought a Coke and waited for, by the garage to the uh, bays, hoping to see the manager. Then she went to the rest, the restroom. Someone was inside the restroom and, tried to be, and seemed to be taken over. She waited almost ten minutes and realised she was late for school. If she waited any, any much longer. The transom The some of the window, women's room, room was open. She heard the fan from in. The sound of a woman running, and still the woman inside did not come out. Angus knocked on the door. She had already finished her coat, and felt heavy in her arms. The door to the men's room was just was open just a crack. The transom up top was open, too, with no fan on, no sound at all. Angus had never been in a men's bedroom but, but restroom before, and frankly been curious. The men's room was shuddery. She pushed the door open a bit further open, it creaked, she glanced back to the attendant at the glass bath pump, he was talking to the customer who had become, to fill up. Quickly and stepped inside the men's room, no one was there, she heard the steady drip of water of the sink and went to shut the door, water off, once inside she used the back of her heel to shut the door, she didn't want to touch anything as it all looked extremely filthy filthy. She turned the lock on the door knob. She sighed. She flicked the light on, but no light came on. She tried a few times, but the room remained dark. There was some light coming from the room at Tonson. She had a penlight in her purse, she, so she set the purse on the sink and rummaged in the top of the light. She pulled it out and turned it on. The reflection seemed spooky with some, some more spent-tense light in her hand. She looked ugly in the light, but, didn't, didn't, but she turned his face in, she thought, in a few moments, minutes. She set the penlight down to the sink and picked out the perfume for, from her purse. She sprayed it in the air, but the smell of the place remained bad. It's fairly dark, so she used a difficult time putting on the makeup on. I have carefully applied make lipsticks. Someone tried the door. Of she hadn't used a key to get into the men's room. The door was left open. She wondered if the men outside would go, go and get a key from the, the tenant or the manager. She stood, grew scared. She closed the lipstick up, up and dropped all her makeup in her per, into a purse. She went back to the toilet stall and shut the door behind her. We were waiting until the man went outside the man outside went away, and one would wait another five minutes. The toilet sank, so she had to hold her nose. It was less than ten mi- a minute. Someone opened the door. She saw the light on. Was seen by the door opened and closed. A breath of air frit- whisked through the sink stink of the men's room. And the tried the light off switch. She heard the sound of water in the sink. He looked through the crack in the wall. He was walking back. She hoped he was trying to use the urinal, but instead he tried the stole door door. Tried it twice. She wondered what he was thinking. Was he thinking pretty thing that door isn't opening, considering no one else is here? Was he thinking I'd better go to another restaurant? This one's out of She stood there, back from against the wall, holding her breath. She heard his footsteps as he walked away. She opened. She heard him peeing in the room and flushed the door of the room, opening and closing. No sound. He had left. Water was still running in the sink. She figured that he had better get out there quickly, so she unlocked the, and opened the store door and, opened, and stepped into the restroom. He was there. He stood in front of her, blocking away. Angus dropped her purse, grasping. She tried to move, but her limbs seemed to be made of stone. She couldn't see his face because of the shadow. He said, "You, I've seen you coming here." He reached down and grabbed her around her shoulders. She struggled against him, but he he held her tight. He covered her mouth with his hand and took her over the sink. She managed to work her hand free and slapped it back, hoping to hit him in the face. Instead, her hand went into the mirror, left left felt her glass felt glass splinters. She grasped one one of the glass glass shards and brought it up to his face and sliced it across what she hoped with his ear when she realised he could not breathe at all. That was the last thing Alex had remembered until so she woke up in the hotel room. The hotel room and Melissa made cruises and wits tied together. Where am I? And the men didn't look at her. He was watching TV. He said that's a She went crying. I didn't rape you really, or anything nothing. After finishing finished crying, she said Please let me go home, please. She knew who he was. He was a manager from the gas station, Mr. Facoon. she had known him since he was eight. He said, can't do that. She said nothing. Her throat was sore and she was thirsty. She didn't want to ask him for a glass of water because she was afraid he might do something terrible to her. She heard a buzz- fly buzz- buzz- buzzing in the window. It's not It's not awful, He said. What I want to do is not awful. She shut her eyes and pretended that she was fancying not stupid, Agnes Thatcher. All I've got to do, he said, is fulfil my destiny with you. You're kidnapping me, she asked. Nah, you can tell this. You call what it is, but you know about who are who are. I've seen in my eyes. I know. You go in the room to change so the kids may think you look like, just like them. You, we known each other for way back centuries. He turned to point across the window. As he... Uh, behind the curtains and vision blinds us all human time. She noticed part of his ear being sliced off. I did that. Default thought, and her heart breaks. Slightly fast, thinking that she could hold really hurt him if she wanted to. If only her if hands weren't tucked down. She said, I, I've been hunting you for a long time. I'm thirsty, she said. He stood and went to the bathroom. She heard water. He returned to the plastic cup full of rusty brown water. He tried. He turned, held it to her lips. After she took a drink, he said, Do you remember me? She blinked. She seemed to get angry, afraid he would hit her. You don't believe it. I'll show you who, are, who you are, he said. He got set the cut up to the right stand and sat next to her. He put his arm around his, her shoulders. She could smell his sour breath. He squeezed her and she felt a brief pain as he pinched her. Look, as she'd been, she been practicing for all her young life, he said, My name is Angus Hatcher. I live in Emperor in, I get straight A's. His eyes grew wild, and he laughed. Oh, yes, sweet little worm. Said, you're hiding from me. I know you're in there. Reached in his pocket, and brought a small, thin, bladed nerve, twisted his Ahead, so she was looking at the mirror, and leaned against the low dresser. Remember, decades later, she thought she had seen the flick of it, of that other face. He brought the blade to the edge. Of a full skin, forehead. It was was almost as if a tickling, plain pain. He came skimming her face. He went. He reached into his pocket and brought out his thin blade knife. He'd twisted his head as she was looking at the mirror and leaned against the low dresser. Remembering decades later, she thought she'd seen a flicker of it, of the other face. He brought the plate up to the edge of her f- forehead. It was almost a trickling pain as she began skimming her face. He whispered, Bridie? She screamed, but he held her head bright, tightly in contained. Continued. The scream echoed throughout the hotel Call, the call. And the police were in the room within twenty minutes. By that time the hotel motor room was empty. Abductor had almost picked her up. It, oh it had already picked her up into his care. They was down a dirt road that fled to them the mountains. It was six days before she would get to see the light a day again. Angus Hatcher turned to the conscious and waiting back bedroom. I bet you see blood showing across her thing lips in her human hands her human hands cut like a red, dark red bird a human heart chapter 21 Angus was finished. Angus was finished with the other woman with the woman named Carleen in less than two minutes. The woman had not time to cry out, which was best. Unlike Donna Hound, the woman was dead, and very quickly. Angus Hatcher took the car keys from the woman's pocket, and a pocketbook. The woman had a mouthful mustang keychain, a small beeper for alarm system. Forty dollars on the mar- cash, one car, pictures for her husband child, driver's license. She glanced through the doors to the ward, saw the police were speaking from what was one of the therapists. She went to the double doors, she walked out through them as so if she went, just came in from a short visit one to, to one of them at the Yule. She remembered a woman's walk, she had once noticed the sort of ribbon where she walked, she could imitate that in her mind, she pretended she was a, could, could imitate that. She, in her mind, she pretended she was a woman, and walked, came convey conveyed, she, no one, and acting as such they think they, they think the. They think, they would think it was the other one, someone who walked less confident, with less direction. It, it took a few and than three minutes to get to the staff, like Bargamot. She passed. No one on her way. Mm. Uh. Angus had finished with the woman danger da, da. took the key cards from the woman's pocketbook. a bucket and put a, a The woman had a full masdown key card, small beeper on an alarm system, forty dollars in cash, one mastercard, pictures of husband, child driver's license. She glanced through the doors of the ward and saw the policeman speaking behind the fair She went to the double doors, she walked out through them as she was coming in from a short visit to one that meant the ill. She remembered a woman's walk. She had once noticed a sort of rhythm, the way she walked. She couldn't imitate that. In her mind, she pretended that she was a woman, and then walked the walk would come easy. No one had even noticed Marilyn Thatcher. He was Angus Thatcher. You think, Thatcher, you think it was of a woman, someone who walked with less confidence with less direction. It took her a few minutes, few and three minutes to get out to the Gossard parking lot. She passed. No one on the way. It was the afternoon and even the police even the police milling around it was slow and people were sleeping in it in, in, active attentive. She held the alarm beeper high up and pressed it twice. Two sheet pitch beeps came from the left of the parking lot. She followed the sound to a blue grey 89 Mustang. She got in, buckled the seatbelt and put the key in ignition. He felt the blood against her skin. It seeped fruit on her house's bulky dress. She was warm like a, it was warm like a milk new milk. She had the mustang in reverse and pulled out of the parking space. A I man in suit, probably some kind of respect and waved to her, as if he knew her. He had grey mustache and very little hair. She thought she had seen him once before one or twice. She smiled and waved, wondering if she could see the blood on her chin. Not caring in her head, one word had fueled her in the loneliness of her captivity destiny. As she drove away from within the walls of the Deebold at Raydon State, she did not know that second body could not still could not know that second body was found. She did not know that police sealed the building within minutes, or that Ro- Rob F- Fallon, a woman named Alex Thatcher, was now hiding beneath the building in the clothes of. Underground chambers, were, well well once upon a time, all the patients at Drayton had been, been housed. Agnes Hatcher knew none of this, but she was sure, sure by her own feelings of her fate she had reached the only man she ever loved, to, 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 in time, to prove to him that that she all, that all, all she had ever done, all she had done for him. She spent t- her life searching for him and now they would be together forever.